Hi, everybody. Before this episode begins, I just want to say we are discussing the movie West Side Story, the new Steven Spielberg remake that just came out. So if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to before the episode. We all know the story. There are no real spoilers, but we do talk about some things in the film that I wouldn't want to ruin for you if you haven't seen it. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast, where we talk about show business, old friends, and new adventures. You guys, I just got home from the movies where I cried the ugly cry. So, of course, I had to bring in one of my favorite people to talk about this experience, William Johnstone Jr., otherwise known as Billy Johnstone. Hey, Billy. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. So what did you think of that movie? Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're talking about West Side Story, new movie directed by Steven Spielberg that just came out. So, Billy, when I first heard that he was doing this movie, remaking it, I thought to myself, why? Why is he redoing this? The old movie is amazing. But you know what? Now I know why. Let's go section by section. But first, I'm going to let you talk because I'm crying a little bit. I'm very overwhelmed. I thought the same thing when I heard there was going to be a remake. And I was just, if it's not broke, don't fix it type of thing. You know, yep. especially with yep, the yep, yep. choreography and all that stuff. And so I wasn't really looking forward to it coming out until I saw the trailer. And it, it piqued my interest. So I, I started doing more research on it. And for the past two weeks, I saw it last Friday, the first day it was available in the movie theater. There are only a few people, you know, a handful of people in the theater. So I had for two weeks, I've been obsessed with researching, like looking at interviews of all the, and I just became like, oh my goodness, I think this is going to be really good. And I was hoping that I wouldn't go to the theater, you know, how you build things up and then it doesn't go there. You know, that movie started and from the very first that little whistle that they do, I was blown away, blown away. You're right, that cast is amazing. And Spielberg did such a great job. I think it's a masterpiece. Me that too, me too. I throw that word around either. All right, let's 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 go a little bit, let's go cast member by cast member because you know Paloma, who played Paloma. Graziella, and yes, he was really good. Two years, old, two years old. In fact, fun fact, I met her because I did West Side Story with her mother in California, and she was a little toddler and went with her mother. So I've known her since she was two. Yeah, good for her, though. She looks great. She What a dancer. Okay, let's talk about the dancing. But first, oh. we're going to talk about the cast. I'm getting, I'm getting crazy because I just, just had my mind blown, okay? David Alvarez, Nardo. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic yeah. acting. And he is a ballet boy. He was one of the original Billy Elliot's. Yeah. Broadway. And but the acting element of it blew me. Oh away. my God. Yeah. Mike Feist, who we know from New York. Yes. Mike Feist, who was in my dance recital wearing taps on his high top sneakers. He did me the honor of performing in one of my dance recitals when I had the studio. That performance, the moment when he gets stabbed, mm-hmm. whole three act play in his eyes going oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, did you I- see that? Yes, yes. I was so blown away by him. I mean, I know him as a tap dancer, but 
just his other dancing in general was so dynamic and that the whole feeling of him being like caged up the entire time, you know, it was a whole yes. a different take on riff and it, all these different layers. I thought, I thought he did a brilliant performance. He, he almost stole the movie. He, I mean, I if, a, if everybody else wasn't as strong, he would have walked away with the movie, but thank goodness. I thought there was a nice balance in the cast. Very. I thought that there was a nice level of even the smaller parts. Everyone was in it and fantastic. And can we talk about Rita Moreno? That her performance just made me cry, cry, cry. Because first of all, she looks, she's so luminous and she's 90 years old, Billy. Like what in the world? Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I, because I didn't know what was going to happen with that character. And yeah. for some reason, I never saw, I don't want it to be a spoiler for people who, you know, um, haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I so. should do a disclaimer. I should do a spoiler yeah. disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, I will. In the beginning. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll be like, look, if you haven't seen it, so can I talk the about, movie. Can I talk about my reaction when that happened? Yeah, because I'll do a spoiler thing. Okay. okay. All right. All right, so the Rita Moreno moment, I mean, she was great in the entire film. I, I, I thought she was going to have a cameo, and it clearly wasn't a cameo. It was a full-on role. I thought it was brilliant the way Tony Kushner wrote her in as Doc's um, widow. And the fact that she was Latina, it, it brought a whole other layer to it. And so I wasn't even thinking somewhere, because, you know, in the, in the play, there's the ballet, and someone sings it from offstage somewhere. So it didn't even cross my mind. And I had heard that that she had a song in the movie. And I assumed someone wrote her a new song. That's what I assumed. And so it's that scene after, well, it's was it when after Anita left? Yes, I and, believe so. And she sees a, she looks at a picture of a younger self with her husband. Dying. I want to know who that man is in the picture, yeah. if it was her real husband or what. And she starts, when she, st I heard the somewhere music and that's when I lost it. That's was like, I was holding it in the entire time. And at that point- Which shocks me. That shocks <laughs> me that you held it in because you well, cry like I, a little baby. I, my <laughs> eyes were watering and I was quivering a little bit and during tonight, even like during Cool. I thought Cool was fantastic. Phenomenal. And, and then I got a little teary at one hand, one heart, but then that was it. At the end, that was it. When she sang somewhere. Brilliant, 90 years old. And I, I heard a um, interview with Spielberg and he said that the day that they recorded that song she was sick so the day they did the take she sang it live okay of course she did because she's fantastic I got my I got my booster shot today so I'm hydrating go get some Pedialyte so William what were your favorite moments of the movie other than Rita Moreno singing somewhere I thought America was electric. And that Ariana, DeBose, that Ariana oh. DeBose, I saw her in the Donna Summer musical. I had no idea who she was. And I thought, who is this triple threat? Uh, and there's and she full force. And can we talk about that Rachel Ziegler, the young Maria, oh. who got the role. Did when you she say your name? Is it Ziegler? Ziegler. From New Jersey. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Oh, my God. What a beautiful girl. When she got cast in that role. She what? She was in high school. And yeah. in one of the interviews, um, she said, I was doing my senior musical, which was Shrek. She was playing Fiona. And I and I got West Side Story. And I asked Steven Spielberg if I can still do my play, because it was my senior play. And he rearranged the schedule so she can perform in Shrek. That's really kind of him. 
Good, good. Because you know what? She's what I liked about it was that she was really a young girl. They didn't cast some 35 year old hagging it out. You know what I mean? It was good. Yeah. And I've always loved Natalie Wood. Performance was it was, was on awesome. a different level. Saying the song, her own song. She didn't have a I know. singing for her. But so. you know what? We really can't compare the old movie because that was a different time. Fun fact, my high school musical theater teacher, Burt Michaels, was in that movie. He played Snowboy and he was in the Gypsy movie as one of the newsboys. Oh, didn't Snowboy sing cool in that movie? Uh, Snowboy sang Krupke. Krupke, okay. That was a funny number, By too. Way, Krupke in this film, best, because Krupke has always taken me out of the musical when I, because I choreographed it for Hartwood and uh, the director did Krupke, but Krupke always, to me, is always like, why is this number here? Do you know what I mean? But to me, this this version justified, they did such a good job. Know any of the Jets, did you? No, I did research on them. There were, a lot of them are all Billy Elliot's, former Billy Elliot's. Yeah, they look it. I loved everybody's physique. They look, they did not look out of the period because people work out now and a lot of people really bulk up. And these dancers looked strong, but wiry, That yes. if that makes sense. And everyone looked absolutely, like everyone looked so good and strong. I wonder what rehearsals were like. I bet you they were like, they, that dance at the gym, oh my God, it was so good. I thought, Justin Peck did a great job paying tribute to Robbins, but 100%. yet it was different. It was different, but there was it was Robin-esque in certain certain key things. That was that was my biggest fear that I was going to go. What's what's happening here? But it wasn't. It didn't take me. It, it furthered the story. It didn't take me out. I saw the revival two years ago before COVID, and I absolutely hated it. I didn't. I, I knew some people in the cast, so their performances, you know, their performances I loved, but the direction and choreography, I just thought, I was like, oh, get me out of this theater. And I went with a friend who loved it because she loved, she loved that director, Van Ho, I think his name was, is, but I hated that version. And then they cut I Feel Pretty and they made the show 90 Minutes. And I was like, you know what? It's West Side Story. Tony didn't die at the end, right? Tony didn't die at the end? I don't even remember. I blocked it out. I think they all got up at the end. They all stood up. Like, just bring the curtain down, please. I saved myself that. I said, I, I don't think I can sit through that. So I didn't go. But yeah. Justin, you know what? Think about Justin Peck. The weight he had on his shoulders to do this project. Yeah, I'd be a little bit, a little stressed. Well, today has been the near perfect day because I had a conversation this morning with casting director Michael Cassara. He could not have been nicer to me and he gave such great answers to the question. And then I went and saw West Side Story. What a perfect day. And now I'm talking to you. So what a great day. Oh, well, thank you. I got my booster shot and I'm talking to you. So this is much better than that. So, William, watching something like that want to make you perform again? No, God, it would want. It makes me want to go into filmmaking. It right? Would be so, yeah. You know what? I loved all of. I'm gonna watch this many times. I'm gonna try to see it a few more times in the theater, and then once it comes out, I'm definitely gonna. This is gonna be on repeat at my house. The shots alone, the way he pans back, and from above, way up of above. I wonder what the budget was for this, though. How much do you think this cost? Through the roof. He doesn't care. He's got the money. He's got the money. Well, it sounded like a labor of love for him because they, he said when he was 10 years old, 
his parents brought home the West Side album, the Broadway album, and he memorized every word in it. And he's always wanted to make it as a film. See, you know what I say, Michelle? Dreams do come true. Do you say that? You know, Spielberg's films make me ugly cry. Have you ever seen his film called AI? No. About the little, oh God, it's so good. Remember Haley Joel Osment, the little kid from The Sixth Sense? He's in it and he plays a, like a a doll, a life-size doll. So in the future, they sell these dolls, gets purchased by a couple whose son died. So they kind of adopt him and Jude Law is in it. It's really good. It's really, really good. But the ending, I cry the ugly cry and one time it came on when I was home and my husband witnessed me doing the ugly cry because he's never really seen me do the ugly cry and he was like what's happening and I just was like he wants his mother he wants his mother and I was crying crying I I wasn't that bad today because the ugly cry I want to see the ugly cry Ever see me ugly cry? No. We'll have to watch a movie together and see. I've seen you missed up. So tell the listeners what you're doing for the holiday because we all want to know. And I'm going to play this right after. I'm going to play this on the 27th, okay? Well, I always host the holiday at my house. So we normally mm-hmm. do Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. So I, I will be cooking, actually. I'll be cooking on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, my parents are having it catered. Oh, they're into this catering thing. First yeah. Thanksgiving. First thing well, good. That saves you work. That saves me. Yeah, because Christmas is the double day. That's the tough one. It's a quick turnaround. Christmas Eve and then, you know, Christmas. So you're going to do Christmas Eve. Good. I'm doing Christmas Eve. Yes. Holiday tradition for you that you love so much. That's a good question. Well, I guess putting up the Christmas tree because I have ornaments. My mother bought an ornament for every year that are that are dated. So I have dated ornaments on my tree from like 19, I'm not going to say when. 12. <laughs> oh, you're going to get it. You're going to get cold. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you know what? It is so it is so nice to be friends with someone like you who is an artist and who understands. That's why I wanted to jump on this podcast with you because you get it. To see something of that artistic magnitude and to just revel in it, blown away. I'm so glad I saw it in a theater and I'm so glad that it came out. Was it postponed a year? Was it supposed to come out last year? I think so. Yeah, it was postponed. I'm not sure when it originally was scheduled for. Well, I just people, if you haven't seen West Side Story, please go. You'll you won't regret it. Theater or dance students, it should be part of your curriculum just to see yeah. what you, and to see the amount of work that goes into something that spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, that's really. I mean, I I want to talk about it this last week before the break and I just want them to just take a look at the level the acting level, the voices. Oh, can we talk about the Tony for just a minute? Gorge, Sung, and I like, you reminded me of Brando. I wonder if Rita Moreno, oh, I wonder if she was like. Well, there were times on on the screen where he looked like like a boy. And then certain angles when he would turn his head, you're like, oh my gosh, it's Marlon Brando. Oh yeah. Was that mentioned in any of the interviews that you heard? I don't think so. I don't recall. Did you see the documentary of her? Of Rita Moreno? No, I haven't. It came out this summer. I saw it up in Maine in a movie theater. Lin-Manuel did it. There's a whole part about Marlon Brando. You, you, If you like Rita Moreno, 
I love Gotta her. watch her. Yeah, this documentary, it's amazing. It's so good. And it talks, there's a big deep dive into her relationship with Marlon Brando. Yeah. She almost killed herself because of what went down. They were together for years. So that's why when I saw the Tony, I was like, oh my God, he looks like him. You know, to be 90. What? The chemistry between the Tony and Maria. Oh, old was that Tony, by the way? I think he's late 20s. I got to get a cast list. I, I didn't really, the cast list, look it up. Yeah. Well, he's good. And I hope he has a long career because he was they're all good. And, you know, Mike Feist, Mike Feist, I've always believed in his talent. Performance was beyond, yeah. beyond. You yeah. think he'll get an Oscar nomination? If he doesn't, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. They all don't yeah. get it. Something's wrong. It's going to sweep the Oscars, I hope. I love the costumes, too. The costume design. It just, it paid homage to the original, but yet it was, costumes were even better than the original movie. They were so detailed and so great. Okay, here's something, listeners. That woman in the jail cell when they were doing Krepke, this is what I got. Her hair and costume looked like Lola from Damn Yankees. I thought that was maybe a little little chin nod to Gwen Verdon. Interesting. I never thought of that. I got when I see so it the second time. When you see it again, she's got red hair. Yeah, she's and painting, she's painting her nails. She's painting her nails. Neckline of her outfit, hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Me, I was like, is he giving a little nod to Gwen Verdon and Jam Yankees there? That's what I got from it. Oh, another or the fun, costume designer. Another fun thing that I noticed, a detail. You know how when the subway pulls out of the station, you know the squeaking of the subway? And it plays the first three notes of somewhere. There's a place, right? When the subway scene, when that subway left, it played that those three notes, the squeakiness. And I thought, and I was like, oh my goodness, people I were with were like, what? I'm like, I'll tell you later. Right, because they're not New Yorkers. Wow. Belly. I like that you noticed that. I'm sure if we watch it a few more times, more things things in it, the details. I want to figure out why she was painting her nails, that woman in the jail cell, and then why she put herself back in the cell and locked the door. I think because there was no cops around. She didn't want the boys to like go near her. That's what I got from it. I got from I got from it like she was like, "Eh, it's another night. I'm in jail again. But the boys were like, I felt like she just wanted to just get away from the boys a little. But she did it in a very not afraid way. She did it like almost like, um, you know, on Mayberry, on Barney. What's that show? Griffith, the Andy Griffith show. You know, when the drunk would lock himself into the what it was like, here I am again. I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah, I calmed down. I was really like in the car. I I couldn't really see so well driving home because my eyes were puffy from the crying. You're too much. Billy, thanks for coming on tonight I for New Year's. I will be in my pajamas on the couch drinking champagne and watching the television. That sounds fun. That sounds nice. All right, Billy, thanks for coming on the podcast. Okay, I really adore you. And um, so does America. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Oh,